ladies and gentlemen, another Saturday, another WAO podcast. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Headlock and Hip Toss edition of the Wrestle Alliance podcast. It is I, your host, the Agent Frost, along with a returning Chuckle Bear. So, we are here today in, okay, so, with the Box Squad, it's Kayfabe City, with me, it's Fortress of Solitude, what would you call this place? Tropical Paradise? Tropical Paradise. So, in today in Tropical Paradise, <laughs> Ted's Cards goes as advertised, we're going to talk about this week in wrestling, we got a lot of stuff to cover. Oh, yeah. And a double header for our main event. Dun dun dun. Yes, so we're going to skip the pre-show and we are going to head to the main card coming up next. Ladies and gentlemen, it is... It is main card time. So, a lot has happened. We're going to start with uh, some news. Shoutouts to No DQ, by the way, on this. TNT executives. Uh-oh. Pre- um, comments on why AEW Dynamite is moving to TBS. What? Yes. Pardon? AEW Dynamite will be moving from TNT to TBS starting in January of 2022. The reason why is because TNT has purchased the rights to air NHL on Wednesday nights. So to avoid conflict between they the shows, on, they it. Turner is going to move Dynamite to TBS. Which is fine because TBS reaches more homes than TNT. Especially yeah, on the stream, especially on the streaming front, like yeah, a lot of streaming services have TV have TBS. Yeah, but when I think TBS, I think Seinfeld, Friends, Family Guy. Right. That's not modern. Wrestling. But here's the thing, though: if since I'm a history buff, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Jim Crockett Promotions. Correct me if I'm wrong. Everybody, anybody out there? Heck, WCW Saturday Night started on TBS. Thunder was on TBS. Okay. So it makes sense that so TBS does have wrestling history because before wrestling was even on TNT, it, it was, was on, on TBS. TBS. I mean, I'm not gonna argue that. I mean like that's kind of like the thing like that they're settling and like it shows them that they're diverse. But again, TBS it's still kind of like that comedy channel that we can always go to and just turn on something funny. Instead of... Yeah, on TBS, like, very funny. Yeah, and then like... Well, then again, TBS also has some hospital overs now, so... And they associate a lot of wrestling in that show as well, so... Okay, I'm okay with it. Right. We'll just see how it goes. Uh, Brian Waits, the general manager of TBS, TNT, and True TV. Spoke with uh, NewYorkPost.com about the news, saying that both TBS and TNT have an incredibly storied history with wrestling, as we aforementioned. So the idea of us being able to put more AEW 
onto TBS as a natural fit. Did NHL have anything to do with it? Sure, NHL had something to do with it. NBA had something to do with it. The <laughs> COVID schedule, the ton of uh, preemptions. He also commented on NXT moving to Tuesday nights and the show of and the announcement of AEW's third hour show. So they're gonna have a a new show called Rampage, which will be an hour long, like Friday night. I like that. So, 2022, AEW is making big moves. Um, I just think it's like a lateral move. It's not a um, upside. It's not a step up or a step down. It's a lateral move. Yeah. yeah. So like, they're gonna have more eyes on their product, which means a lot of criticism. But hopefully, you know, for the most part, they'll get their shit together. I hope that TBS does them because, like, if We've all been watching AEW over the last several months. What they've been doing is that during their commercial breaks, so in the corner, picture in picture, you'll do they'll have the picture in picture. I hope TBS will continue that because to miss those awesome little clips of the match, it's kind of like a setback as to because then they have to go back and replay it as the match keeps on on because no one wants to do that. We'll either see it and keep on going instead of pause, two minutes, three, it's- and. Back. Is there a way to avoid replays? Yes. Yeah, like which is awesome. Like I love how they do that. That's That's a good technique. <laughs> You're one of the few. I'm not a big fan of picture in picture, but I understand why it's there. A lot of people like just like to watch the match continue on, and that's a yeah privilege. Unlike wrestling, unlike uh, that one episode of SmackDown, <sighs> uh, when it went to picture in picture and they just stopped wrestling. <laughs> See, that's why, no, well, Danny, that's another big company that has been doing this for a very long time. This is why I prefer AEW over that company. That company. Because AEW is I a lot smarter. A lot of, they're thinking smarter than another big company. That's just me. Okay. So that's the biggest uh, news that we had to cover. So let's talk. So I know we're. I'm forgetting quite a few, um, which we will talk about in our main event of the evening. But we gotta talk about this week in wrestling. There's a lot of things that happened this week in wrestling. So this week in wrestling, let's talk about NXT. Happened May 18th. The biggest thing we're talking about involves a thick boy, Bronson Reed. Your new North American champion. What? Finally beating Johnny Gargano. I feel like... <laughs> he, lost on, he lost on TakeOver, but he won in, the, in, the, in a pretty, pretty solid steel cage match for the main event. You had um, Tony Storm defeating Zoe Stark. Okay. And the opener match was solid. You have Karrion Cross and Finn Balor building up their rivalry once again. Uh, the whole stuff with Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase is always hilarious to me. You have Killian Dane taking on Alexander Wolf, so one tag, te- one representative of a tag team taking on another representative of a faction. Dane defeated Wolf. Not much to, I mean, it's quite obvious, but yeah. it's kind of hilarious. The former Sanity members going at each other. And guess what happened after the match? Mm. 
Imperium beat the crap out of Wolf. So Bartel and um, Aikner booted him out. And there's a reason behind this. Because WWE has released a lot of NXT talent, including Alexander Wolf. So this was a way to write him off completely. What is their game plan here? You know what their game plan is? They hired too many people. No, and, they, and they don't know what to do with them, so they let them go. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm so... Why would you hire them in the first place? Okay, here's my tea on that, and then I'll zip it, and I'll be done. Yeah. I feel bad for those people that got to where they wanted to in wrestling. Because WWE was the main factor. They all want to go to WWE because they all want their promotion. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to work Ever for Vince McMahon. Ever since I was a kid, I watched Sting and I watched Mark. I watched all these great wrestlers on Sting WWE. Sting is WCW. Well, at that time he was, but anyway, I watched all these people when I was a kid. I watched Hulk Hogan slam Andre the Giant brother and. I watched Jim Cena. I watched The Rock. Anyway, I watched, I watched The Rock and Steve Austin. Anyway, they see these. They get there, and then two months. Well, six months later, they're like, oh. We don't know what to do with you. We don't know what to do with you. You're fired. And like, and they're like, what? I just got here. There's no chance for them to prove it because, again, like you just said, their rocks are so huge. Yeah. It doesn't give them any time. And if they want time, they have to tag up, tag team with somebody. Pretty or go into a dumb storyline, which is bad for them. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for them. Mismanagement. Yeah. Because of bloated rosters. Not yeah. a good thing. Bad practice. Um, Legal del Fantasma took on the team of uh, Ciampa and Thatcher. And Legal del Fantasma actually <clears throat> beat uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it was by shenanigans because... Thatcher could not get involved conventionally, so he had to run in into the match. Um, the Grizzly Young Veterans blasted Ciampa on the apron, which set up Legado del Fantasma to get the win. So you have um, Ciampa and Thatcher going after the Grizzly Young Veterans with Legado del Fantasma in the background. So they're building something up. So Ray defeat Aaliyah, yawn. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. Let's see. I saw one big promo over the week, over yesterday. What's up? Is this regarding NXT? Is it regarding WWE? Okay, what's going on with. Well, let me get through We'll NXT get first. there. We'll get there. Yeah, Hit Row defeated, uh, taking on Nice, Tony Nice, and Aria Davari. Uh. <laughs> And then the main event, as I ever mentioned, Johnny Gargano taking on Bronson Reed. I do like this graphic that they have here. I like that. It looks freaking amazing. That looks cool. Uh, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, just go on YouTube. You'll find it. That's We're actually really going cool. Bleacher Report. Shout out to Bleacher Report. Yeah, this match was pretty good. Yeah, Austin Theory was there. He gra- he was um, he tried to help him outside. He slammed the door to Reed's face as in any cage match. But this cage match did not end in escape. It ended in pinfall. Mm. So nobody was escaping a cage in this one. My kind of 
My kind yes. of match. My kind. Finally, a cage match that ended in a pin or a submission in WWE. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So that was NXT in a nutshell. Uh, definitely watch the main event, in my opinion. It's good to see Bronson Reed finally get the rub and become North American champion. Step in the right direction. Oh, yeah. Now, you're talking about a promo from WWE. It was the dumbest promo I've seen in a very long time. It was the weirdest, dumbest promo I have seen. It is for it is from for a re- returning person. Oh, is this on SmackDown? I think so. Or is it on Raw? Which one? I think it's SmackDown. I did not even care. I didn't. Point. I didn't realize it because I've been watching this company in a long time. Mm-hmm. But the moment I saw this person, I'm like, "What the?" Oh, you can you can swear on here. It's it's it's, what, un, it's, it, it's unrestricted. It is what and I looked at. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. Eva Marie is back in WWE. That's on Raw, and she was back last week, I think. I saw. She's the been pro- back for like two weeks now. Again, I'm I'm working so much. I haven't paid attention. Yeah, I haven't watched the show, but I, but, I saw yeah. it, and she's laying up against like this car. She looks like a car. She's like laying on this car. I'm like. WWE is promoting this? Yeah. This is not PG-13. Well. I did not like, even we cannot wrestle. She cannot wrestle. And Monolin, when that's thinking this? Yeah, I mean, he, he, here's the thing, though, with you, Marie. Yeah, she's not a great wrestler. She's not a, at least, a good At least, yeah, she's not a great wrestler. She's not even a decent wrestler. She's not even a decent wrestler. She's not even in the ballpark. But at least she took the time to try to get trained. <laughs> that's the, that's tried the, as in fail miserably. Well, and then go anywhere. I I appreciate the effort, but yeah, even but um before she left, they came up with a very unique gimmick for her where she'd get out of matches for X amount of reasons, but I think those X amount of reasons actually happened and they just didn't know If they're gonna her. bring her back, do it as a valet. Don't put her as a wrestler, in my opinion. She has bright pink hair. Bubblegum hair. I saw the It looked more purple to me. It's pink. It is disgusting. I'm sorry. (laughs) If you think it does. You're not a fan of humor. No, I am not. And frankly, she is the bottom pit of my... There's another return in WWE. There's another return in WWE. It was Aleister Black. He cost um, Big E in the... um, I think it was like a five-way match. Oh, yeah, he did. I forgot. And um, Apollo Crews retained the belt. And also, Kofi Kingston, Kofi Mania 2, is upon us after he um, he beat Bobby Lashley. And I'm just like, if this was before Brock squashed him, I would have cared. I'm just like... Just saying. But um, before we get to AEW and Impact... I just want to highlight WrestleMania Backlash because we don't review um, B-rated shows. WrestleMania Backlash in a whole was a very solid um, pay-per-view event. Um, definitely watched the Roman Reigns versus Cesaro match, which was amazing. It proves how good Cesaro is if you haven't, if you don't know already. 
And um, the triple threat match for the uh, WWE title, we all saw coming once Bobby Lashley got thrown into the lighting grid. He was yeah. going to come back and win, and he did. Braun Strowman is a maniac. As always. He did a freaking dive that he, he almost landed on his head if it wasn't for Drew catching him. Uh, the Bianca Belair and Bailey match had a terrible finish. <sighs> Sorry, but... The triple threat match between Rhea Ripley, Asuka, and Charlotte Flair was good fun. Asuka took the pin, which we all saw coming. Yep. And father and son became tag team champions. Rey Mysterio and Dominic in a very good tag match. Give credit to Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Two guys who are no strangers in the tag team division. Yeah. Who have great chemistry. I love the match. I like the story that they told with them beating up Dominic prior to the match. And Dominic gutting it out and hitting that frog splash for the win. Some good exposure for the kid, although I would love to see him build up an NXT a little bit more. Yeah. But good. Well, then maybe but it's a solid start. Solid start. Here's my idea on that. His father is in WWE. As a person in WWE, you have that privilege to say, yeah, go back to NXT. We'll see you in a little bit, son. But he's in WWE. And they're going to do what they've been doing the past couple years. Jump them straight to WWE, let them sit there for about less about six seven months, right? And then throw them back down at NXT, which I guarantee what will happen. His uh, father's gonna get hurt. I thought he would have done better in NXT. I think his father's gonna get hurt somewhere along the line. He's going to say take time, and then his son's gonna sit there in WWE, no one knowing what to do, <laughs> and then gonna throw him back down at NXT. Can we talk... Okay, lastly, for WrestleMania Backlash, can we talk about Seth Rollins' suit that night? I saw a picture of it as we It looked like an explosion. Day. What the fuck is going on? It looked like... It looked like freaking kindergarten paint class. It looks like he hates it. it I, don't like, my, I don't blame him. It looks it like looks a fucking It looks like disaster. kindergarten paint class. He came out after the match, after Jey Uso... Uh, after the match, after Roman won clean, which I also like, by the way. Cesaro got beat up by Jay, by Jay. And then Seth Rollins' music plays. He stands up to Roman, smiles, and then attacks Cesaro. So he swerved everybody. And I don't freaking, understand. Freaking Rollins. Rollins' voice, I swear to you, sounds Joker-esque that night. He was, do you know who I am? I'm just like, what Is the heck like- happened to your voice? I guarantee you, he hates this gimmick. I even I hate this gimmick. He was I better. like the Embrace Division gimmick. It, it was better than the freaking religious gimmick he had. It's still a stupid gimmick. Like it's not. The like, fa- I hated False Prophet Seth Rollins. This is stupid. This is just as bad as False Prophet. Whatever False Prophet. Oh my god. I just want to ask everybody, what are they thinking? Are they running out of ideas? They're just gonna put them in a fishbowl and pick one out, saying, "Here's your gimmick for a year." Go for it. Hey. That's so I feel bad for him. Like he deserves so much better. He I'm, does. I'm pretty sure he I'm pretty sure he has some intake on this, but He probably has a list full and just kinda of like keep his mouth shut and just keep a job. Tell it to Apollo Cruz with his fake Nigerian accent. Until I'm like, lose the accent and it would make me care. But because you have that accent and I know it's not real, yeah. it doesn't make me care. I have a 
not prophecy, but I have like a inclination to what's going to happen with Seth Rollins once Becky Lynch comes back. Whenever that may be. Ain't gonna change Congratulations, Becky Lynch. God love you. Little girl, your little girl looks incredible. She's sweet as a button. And she has been training hard. She's been going hard court. I feel like. If WWE lets this happen, there's two chances that happen. Okay. Either when she says, I'm coming back, tag team with her husband, or they bump her up for more TV, t- or more TV time, and then Seth Rollins is going to go back to the way that we've seen that. Before all of this uh. crazy storylines of profit, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I see this happening. There's two choices that can come out. You want, you want them to retcon Seth Rollins' current gimmick. Okay. Oh, you want, you want them to retcon the next the, the past two years. I don't know if that's possible. This, I think I'm the only one I can, I don't think you. Like, honestly, I think Becky Lynch is better off on her own. Yeah, well, they do it with her. If they do it with Seth, like, it's going to be awesome. It shows the power couple. They can do. They did that in 2019, though. They can do it again. Last, but not not all the time. But, okay. but, but not all the time. They can, To me, I mean, obviously they're a couple. I'm down the last two years, okay? But here, years but but here, but here's the thing, though. They, in my opinion, Seth Rollins is heel. Becky Lynch's face. Both of them can get over on their own. It, they've shown. Like they can get over on their own. If you put them together, I think it will do more harm than good. Like there, there needs to be hey, a reason. Right. There needs to be a reason to put them together. Like if Seth Rollins was a babyface and he was feuding with Roman, that would be a reason for Becky Lynch to be in the picture. I mean, I already have matches in my mind as to like as a male, as a male and female match. Yeah, like I already have that mind. Like, like you said, like you said, if. If the situation arises for them to be together, I would understand. I mean, that's my tea. I'm just... <laughs> right. I get what you're saying. But yeah, I, I don't put them together right now. <laughs> Not- no, she's still getting... She's still hardcore training. God love her. Yeah. She's doing awesome. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Opening match, Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel. I saw that! This is, what, <laughs> WCW, ECW 2009? Evan Bourne yes. versus Christian? Yes. Both these guys are great workers. Dude, I saw the match. I was so happy. Yeah. Uh, Christian Cage, you can tell. I mean, he looks in great shape, but you he, can tell. But you can he's tell. But you can tell, like he's he, out of practice. He's 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 older. He does is a uh, his car. He his cardio weight when it used to be chief, but he's still hung in there with them. He's, but but then again, he's going after Matt Seidel, who's one of the fastest performers out there. We saw the impact. He's fast. Yeah. So this was um, he put Christian Cage to the test, and he and um, he did well. I mean, when you have a legend going up against someone like a rookie, like <laughs> who are you gonna go for? It's not a rookie. Um, Taz I mean, Taz was on commentary for this. Cage defeats Seidel. Uh, yep, Cage defeats Seidel, and then team Ta- and then Taz tried to get Christian's attention. Out came Ricky Starks after Christian Cage and Matt Seidel embraced, and apparently. Ricky Starks fractured his neck off that powerbomb. Uh-huh. Out came the rest of Team Taz yeah. to beat up Cage and Seidel. Hangman Page came out saying, hold my beer, try to join in. But he yeah. got taken over and Team Taz stood tall. So, you had two feuds here. 
Christian Cage and Team Taz, and Hangman Page and Brian Cage. Because Brian Cage defeated Hangman for to give to give Hangman a blemish on his record. Yep. So I would love to see that match if they do it right. Hangman needs to win to help build up him versus Omega. I oh, want to yeah. see that happen, and for Cage to finally switch baby, he needs to go babyface at this point. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus the Acclaimed. Oh my gosh. Max Caster has no filter. He he rapped about Moxley's wife. I muted. My it. words cannot do this justice. Watch this promo. I muted this it. This was, was so it weird. was cheap heat, but it was such good cheap heat. I just hope no one got truly offended. But um yeah, Moxley and Eddie Kingston came out to Wild Thing, but the John Jett version. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, Not yeah. the original one. So, uh, Moxley and Kingston went over. They won this match. Pretty much building them up for the Young Bucks, which will be happening at Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Rukawa versus Rebel. This is another build-up for her versus Britt Baker. Sheeta did defeat Rebel. Um... But it was the aftermath of this. Yeah. Right? Because Britt Baker went after um, Sheeta in the post-match. Yep. So there was that. Because Baker attacked Sheeta. She delivered a stomp. She stomped her head into the Women's Championship. I saw that. So I'm like, are we seeing another Seth Rollins here? With <laughs> We're seeing a like But you know what? Gimmick. But you know what? She's great as a heel. This is great heat to build her up as a top contender. Yep. Because I've been saying it for a long time, Britt Baker needs that belt. So hopefully they switch the belt. Because it's been a year. Um, we had a video backstage... Um, this, this, I think this was taken last week where Orange Cassidy was getting patched up by the doctors and then Don Callis and Kenny Omega came in saying, um, wanted to give him a contract to say, if you forfeit your match at double or nothing because you're hurt and we care about you, mm. we'll give you a shot at, we'll give you a one-on-one match with Omega in the near future. Orange Cassidy ripped that bitch. <laughs> he ripped that contract. And Don Callis, forward thinking himself, gave him another copy. <laughs> and he said, Don't rip this one, just you know, just wait it out, wait it out, and that was the end of it. But yeah, that was hilarious. Inner circle time. The inner circle versus pinnacle, right? Yep. Um inner cir- uh the pinnacle had a promo, they were at a restaurant. Freaking Sean Spears Warlow beating up the uh, waiter. MJF saying that um, do you do you accept our match at, do you accept our challenge for Stadium Stampede? That was the gist of the promo. Nothing much to it. So the inner circle came out and they accepted. Everybody said their piece. Jake Hager did much better on the mic, and Jericho cut a pretty passionate promo as always. So it's Jericho. Yeah. So this was a pretty good one. Uh, Jericho accepted the match, ending with 
We're going to dance all over your face and piss all over your grave. Pretty much showing you how serious this feud is between these two factions. If they do this right, the Pinnacle need to win. Yeah. Inner Circle had a great run, but it's time to split. NWA Women's Championship match. Red Velvet taking on returning Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb worked heelish in this match. Because you have two baby faces, so Serena Deeb had to work heel. And Red Velvet did a great job hanging in there, even though she did lose. They all do good. Like, despite, like, what gimmick that they have, they all do amazing. Exactly. The whole company. Anthony Agogo defeated Austin Gunn. Um, by referee stoppage, two gut punches, and they, um, and he lifted Austin Gunn up and hit him right in the face. I saw them like like Austin Gunn sold uh, the crap out of this, like, and uh, this was a great way to push Anthony Agogo. Yeah, for sure. For his match with Cody, I'm not gonna talk about what they did with the American flag because honestly, I can care less about any each other's races. Because spoiler alert, guys, we're not at war with the British. We're not. We're not. Like, stop doing that. You could have had this feud without the whole racist propaganda. Uh, it's. I'm not going to comment on that. Thank like, you. I'm not commenting on that. And the main event, we had the Varsity Blondes taking on Young Bucks. Solid match. Griff Garrison went crazy. What? Loved it. A screwy finish with... um. Was it the cold spray to the eyes of Julia Hart, their cheerleader? Um, Sharpshooter on Brad Pillman Jr. Nick Jackson stomped him in his face. (laughs) Which allowed um, the Young Bucks to get the win. After the match, Moxie and Kingston reappeared, attacking the Bucks and choking them out. And stealing their shoes. <laughs> I was laughing at that part. <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. So that was Dynamite, which was pretty much you a build up. Thing, though. Oh, Miro's promo? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thing. Yeah, Miro's promo, My I forgot. Now. Miro's promo. Oh, and Darby and oh yeah. the whole okay. My new favorite. So two promos here. Um Scorpio Sky. And Ethan Page pretty much uh, had a promo building up to their ma- their tag team match with Darby Allen and Sting. Mm-hmm. Ethan Page getting heat on Darby Allen on this one. Um, definitely a much better promo from Ethan Page than the last time he did it. Oh yeah, when, when he's when never he, been really good at making promos. Not really. He's not. I mean, I didn't. I can't. I to me, he was always like comedy esque, but. Anyway. He's much better now. He's improving. He's improved on the mic. But the best promo of the night goes to Miro. Hey, at least he's he like Darby now. and Miro was he was in he, he was in heel mode. When the crowd chanted, We want Darby, he says, Here's your Darby and holds the belt up. I cried. And then like- out comes Lance Archer. Saying that, oh, we're going to get it on like Godzilla versus King Kong and all of that. Because they're building him up versus Miro at double or nothing. Yeah. And then Miro shot, shoots back at Lance Archer and also goes after Jake. He's like, you have to have an old man hold you back. I'll beat him too because 
all the yoga in the world is not going to save you. <laughs> nice shout out to DDP Yoga, by the way. And then he used Lance Archer's line against him, saying that it's true that everybody dies, but I propose that you be the first. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I really want you to be the f- or my words can't do it justice. Yeah. Pretty much saying everybody dies, but you're going to be the first. I loved it when halfway through Darby and Sting come come running out, and they just start like attacking them. And all of a sudden, all you see is um, all you see is Ethan. Yeah, then yeah, and they you they step her out. And Alan standing in the ring, and before you know it, the whole locker room comes out. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the dark, the dark res- order. That is respect right there. The okay? dark order. <laughs> I think, that is ultimate respect. I think Sting needs to take over. Imagine if Sting took over the dark order. Dude, that's the best idea in the world. I wouldn't know how to feel about that. Give like a little glee club. That'd be awesome. I wouldn't know how to feel about that. That would be awesome. I mean, if if they hadn't done it with Raven in WCW, they could have had Sting in his crow's nest. Um, They could probably do this. They could probably do it here. Sting in the crow nest. Probably, maybe, but it's it's a thought. Yeah, because they did Raven's nest, so why about the crow's nest? We'll see what Double and Elven looks like. We'll see. Because I miss Allen. I miss Darby Allen with his title. He deserves it back. He had a great run. He had a great run, but I still want him to be champion because he's awesome. He'll get another shot. It's I hope he does time. because I'm not a current personal fan of who it is now, to be honest. He's stuck. He talks more. I like... I, look. <laughs> he talks? The match he had with Miro was good. It put Miro as a beast. It, and honestly, oh, yeah. and honestly, I wasn't mad with how the match ended down with Miro winning. He reminded me of Brock Lesnar. He reminded me of Rusev. Uh, Rusev mixed with Brock, Brock Lesnar. Like, that was like, I saw them like, what the fuck? This was the Miro we needed to see. Yeah. We didn't need to see him with feuding with Kip and video games and the wedding and all that bullshit. We needed to see him as a fucking monster. Yeah, and this is like the perfect opportunity for him. Like, congrats on getting the title, but I'd rather see Darby Allen as a title. Okay? Well, for personal reasons. Personal reasons, yes. This is me, but. Anyway. You want Finn Balor as NXT champion? Um, <laughs> excuse me, but Darby Allen is not my favorite. Finn Balor has stepped aside. Now it is Darby Allen. Which means I'll have to change the lock speed on my phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't, man. Sorry. Fan, I get, I've changed. Hey, like, personal preference. Uh, speaking of personal preference, let's talk about impact. Mm. What happened here? We had new, we had new tag team champs. I saw that. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm okay with that. Uh, Violent by Designs, Joe Doring, and Rhino. I'm okay with that. A wild rhinoceros. I'm okay with that. Yes. So, New Japan lost again. Goodbye, Finn Juice. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't care. Even though it was a nice main event. Nice main event, but don't care. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, what was it? The reason... And everybody was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wasn't it originally Finn Juice taking on Ace Austin and Madman Fulton? It was. But you want to know what happened? Rhino had the Call Your Shot trophy. So he cashed it in for this tag team match. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Loophole right there. Loophole. 
Um, yeah, Rachel Elring versus Jordan Grace. The less said about this, the better, because I didn't really care. And neither should you. Because they're like tag team champions, you know? I was like, I'm, I'm okay with it, but I really don't care kind of situation. I was just like, eh. Let's, eh. let's talk okay. about Moose being number one contender. He deserves it after so long. He does. Hopefully he finally wins the big one. I hope he does. He kind of deserves it. Yeah. and, and But the- if you saw the promo... As we all did a few days ago. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Callahan is dipping his toes into this title as well. He's like, I got next. Cal- I, I, hey, I have to admit, to see Callahan as champion again, to get that back from Kenny Omega, that would be awesome to bring it back home. And it, to see that not only Moose is tired of this Well, off, if Moose can't do it, then probably... Callahan will step, him, step up and gladly bring his back, and we're going to ball CL Hell War. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Like, um, I want to see this. Omega, see Omega versus Callahan? I want to see a three-way match. Oh. Omega, Moose, Callahan. I want to see that That'll be interesting. I want, but if that, that might happen. Yeah. Either way, I just hope Omega loses. Um, he reminded Omega to the and to the audience, the piped-in cheers, that to quote JBL, he is a wrestling god. And this brought out Don Callis with agree, agreeing with Moose and referring to him as the most physically gifted wrestler in the business. He Callis asked how many Super Bowls Moose won. Ins, insinuating he has spent his whole year coasting by Coasting by on his potential. Moose threatened to rip Callus's head off and shove it up Omega's ass. Um, which good. I thought was hilarious. That's awesome. Good. Doc Gallus and Carl Anderson appeared. And it didn't look good for Moose. But then the lights went out and the lights came on. And out came the draw. Semi Callahan. They need to bring back... They need to have them again with... Madman and Jake again. They need to do this. Not gonna happen. I need to see this again. Just one more time. One Not more gonna match. happen. I want to see this. Oh, Not right. since uh, freaking OVE put their foot in their mouths. I want to see. Still, I want to see this again. Just a, like a flashback memory. I want to see this. As a one-off, fine, but not another run. They not had their. Run, they had their chance. I want to see this happen again. Just like. Ah! One last time, just for us. One more time. (laughs) Just like uh, like a high school reunion where you see everyone and they're like, okay, we're done. Probably for an impact special. I hope so. That'd be awesome. Right. So, before we switch it over to the Superstar shoutouts, let's talk about the viewership. So, all in all, if you had to pick a show, in my opinion, I'm going with AEW. AEW. You know, there was a more more excitement, a uh, lot of lots of lead-ins, lots of, um, lots of continuations yeah. into the storylines, building up to the feuds. More interesting storylines and more interesting wrestling and more diverse. Agreed. Instead of seeing, like, Impact's going to be my home. It's going to be like, it's my home, but they need to kind of stop redoing the same storylines mm-hmm. with different people. Like, hey, like, I give them, like, props for trying to combine with AEW. We had this discussion before we started. But they need to be more more diverse 
with combining or mixing with the companies. Instead of just one or two people or four, they need to switch. Have a full-on invasion. Yeah. I got you, but I don't think they're going down that route, which is stupid. stupid. But I understand. You want to know why? Yeah. Because AEW has a lot of storylines going on, so there's no room for impact. I, I know that, but still, but it's it, like... But if that's the case, sorry to cut you off, but if that's the case, why do it in the first place? Cha-ching? Hello? Uh, who's... who's who, uh, yeah, but who's who Who needs the money? Probably impact, uh, right? Impact? Why do you think they... So why not bring idea? them onto the show? Why do you think they had this idea? Why do you think they're now adding Callahan and Moose into this gimmick? We'll money? see. Cha-ching? We'll, we'll see. But if that's the case, Omega needs to drop... The if I see that for you... Omega right needs to drop the belt. We all know Omega. He's not going to go... No, he needs to drop the AEW belt. He needs to drop a belt, okay? He needs to drop either one and then just stick with it. Yeah. He needs to drop... He needs to either sign with Impact or AEW. He cannot do both. You know what they need to do? After All Out, they need to have a full-on invasion leading into full gear. Yeah, they do. They like, need... Like, in the fall, I would like to see an invasion between AEW and Impact. I like to see that because, like, that'll give them more opportunity just to go back and forth and just to have, like, a different mindset as to small independence. Big time. Gotcha. They need to, like, mix that in and see who's okay with it and who's not. Because some, some talent is not okay with it. Some talent rather stay independent instead of go to the big league. Like... Mm-hmm. We'll just wait and see what happens. Yeah. So the viewership, both companies went down. Well, oh. one company went up, the other company went down. So we're back to Wednesday Night War Days. AEW Dynamite averaged 821,000 viewers from TNT last night. I mean, when the NBA playoffs are coming in, we're going to see a downgrade. We're going to see a downgrade. Anyway. So you can chalk it up to that because otherwise it probably would have been around 900. I mean, with. The but finals coming up, like, it's going to be, like, they're going to say, oh, wrestling or basketball. That's why Dynamite is going to be on, uh, is the next Dynamite's on yeah. Friday. Yeah. So, yeah, 821. Uh, NXT drew an average of uh, 700,000. So, AEW is still whooping their ass, but... Um, hello, they deserve to be whooping their ass. I mean, it's... I mean, okay, NXT does have good... Here's the thing with NXT. If you're watching, if you're not, if you're watching the shows, watch it in highlights. But definitely watch the takeovers. Takeovers are to die for. Mm, I'm not an NXT kind of person. Like NXT takeovers alone are better than the weekly shows. In my okay. Opinion. Yeah. But if you're watching the shows, it's you know it's there's only a few people you care about. Whereas in WWE, there's not a lot of people. The people that you care about are doing stupid shit. Like you mentioned with Seth Rollins. Yeah. And I'm mentioning with Apollo Crews. Ironically, both of them are on SmackDown. So, superstar shoutouts. Let's end this on the high note. Shoutouts to Figure 4 Wrestling Online. Brian, Vinny, Craig, and Granny. Shoutouts to J Hunter V1OOC of OSW Review. Shoutouts to Brian Zane of Wrestling with Regret. Christian Miracle of uh, WWE Sins. 
Shouts to your local independent wrestlers, guys. Definitely support those guys. Yeah. Um, shout outs to the producers of Dark Side of the Ring. For, um, they have an episode out. It's called uh, Collision in Korea. WCW's event. When they went to North Korea. Very interesting insight. They even actually brought in legend Antonio Inoki. I saw for this that. Interview. I was very impressed. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad to see he's doing well. Um, what else am I missing here? Shout outs to Deadlock. Shout outs to New Legacy Inc. And shout outs to No DQ and Bleacher Report. Yeah. Any shout outs you'd like to give? I saw a recent passing of a Impact person. Um, hold on, let me see. I remember. Da, 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 da. Uh, let me see. Um, Jerome Young. New Jack, New former Jack. ECW, former ECW alumni, started in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, went into and formed a group called the Gangsters. Yeah. Him and Mustafa Saeed went to ECW, became a legend there. Toured around the independence. He was in Impact in two thousand three. He was. Um, um, he, he's a. He's he's quite he was quite the character. Yeah. He was quite the character. Uh God rest his soul. Um shout outs to his family. Yeah. Especially his wife. Condolences for his family, for his friends, anyone that knew him or was a part of his life. Condolences to Exactly. I mean, I'm not a big fan of what he did in the past, but still it sucks to hear anybody passing away. Yeah. Anyone that was part of Impact Wrestling or is part of Impact like you it's condolences overall. Just the wrestling community in general. Yeah, wrestling community and all, as in, yeah, condolences for you all. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I do. Like, I really don't. Oh, and uh, shout out to Dave Batista for having, for literally, um, having a <laughs> no input on the lumberjack match between Damian Priest and The Miz. Uh, you know, because. Batista's in the movie Army of the Dead and they had the zombies as lumberjacks. Um, I'm still kind of mad at him because he announced that he no longer, no longer will be playing um, a fair person in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, Drax. He will not be playing Drax but he says the Drax character will be continue on. I'm not hey, mad at him. Hey, that's, that. that's Marvel Studios. Talk to, talk to them. Um, No, he said that he made that personal choice. He no longer wants to play him. He's mm. kind of done with it. Okay. And I'm still gonna mad at him about that, but that's personal choice. But uh, yeah, I don't have like any. I actually don't. Okay. That's just me though. So that's it for the superstar shoutouts, and uh, that's it for the main card. Thank you for uh, listening for the past <laughs> what 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. What yeah, it is? Not that bad. We're getting to the main event, guys. It'll be coming up next. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlefish? Gentlemen. Not gentlefish. That's wrong series. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event of the evening. I sincerely apologize for um, my thought process during the main card. I had, um, as you can tell, the podcast hasn't really been consistent 
in the past couple of weeks, mainly because I've been going through some stuff. So, as of right now, we are trying to get back on track with um, the weekly podcast. So, Saturday at the latest, you will receive a new episode from us, whether it be Headlock and Hip Toss or Tackle Dropdown. Now that everything's all in order. So, main event. We have a couple of things to talk about, too, actually. As I mentioned, a lot of NXT talent have been released. The latest one being the ever so controversial Velveteen Dream. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, this guy has a lot of allegations against him. A lot of allegations against him, including sending pictures and messages to young children. Uh, no comment, because we've seen this. We've seen something like this happen in the past. And that started a whole thing. That started, if if anyone remembers the hashtag MeToo movement, that's how this all, that's how that all kind of started. So... Even before that, too. Here we go, round, God knows what number it is. So, here we go again. uh, According to ODQ, as previously noted, is reported that, is a... As previously noted, it was reported that Velveteen Dream has been released from WWE. Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful.com wrote the following. He he had been coming to open ring and there was growing concern in the company he was being set up to help coach classes. So he hasn't been wrestling since, I think, TakeOver 30, possibly? That triple threat match? Yeah. I think you're right on that. Yeah. We're on the ballpark. But Rob Schlamberger, who hosts Canvas to Canvas on the WWE Network, did not mention Dream by name, but wrote the following shortly after the news broke of his release. In that quote on Twitter, without saying any further, he was the single most unprofessional person I've encountered in his business. I hope this is the wake-up call that he needs to start doing the emotional work to become a better person, all told. That says a lot. That it mm-hmm. says a lot about a person. Yeah, I just think that he needs to get himself better mentally. He needs to get. He needs to regroup himself mm-hmm. and to get his life back on track. Because if he's going to keep on going like that, no company's going to want to hire him. Exactly. It's a. <laughs> so that's. It's very. Oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's very. Disgusting if you're doing that and you're representing and you basically represent a company. Like, that's. It's asking yourself, like, why? What the fuck? Exactly. But encourages. That behavior. Like. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, he has has rebuted this. It's like, it wasn't sexual. It was just telling. It was like motivational and stuff, but. Still, I don't. I, Something must have been inappropriate enough so, for WWE for them to say we're done. You're fired. Goodbye. Pretty much, yeah. Something must have been very inappropriate. Something must have went really bad. Either something. It was was it under. Well, what exactly happened? It's just like a underage like thing. He was sending. He was. It was reported that he was sending photos to underage boys, 
and sending messages to underage underage girls. So must so if you're gonna dispute sending messages to under to underage you girls, you have a backup plan. To, no, if if that is easily disputed for him saying that. Oh, just, I was just telling them, you know, motivational stuff on how to keep you your head up and all that. You if you can argue that, how are you going to argue the pictures that you sent to underage boys? We, again, I'm not coming out after anybody. Right. But we've seen this with somebody else in the makeup industry that did this. Mm-hmm. That person is no longer happening now. Yep. And he's so game. He's so game chased after. Something must have happened enough for a parent to might have stepped in and saw something. That was. That's the only reason I think something would come up like this if a parent stepped in and saw something, or a kid felt, or somebody felt uncomfortable enough to go to a parent saying, "This is what's happening." Yeah, WWE reported. WWE does not allow this to happen because it goes against their code. It goes against their. Oh God, what's the word? Um, they mentioned it after the Me Too. It does. It's not accepted. It's not appropriate. In their protocol. Yeah, and they said they like investigated it, but there was no results of their investigation. We've seen them say investigate, and the person's banned from WWE. I mean, look what happened to Enzo. Look what happened to Enzo. Well, what happened to Enzo is Enzo not informing WWE of said incident. Yeah. Even though he was innocent. Again, this could be interpreted a whole other situation, a whole other way. And this could be going down the path as in what happened. But look what happened when Enzo appeared at a pay-per-view. He was banned. He was kicked out of the arena. Yeah. So, who knows what could happen. We've seen this happen countless of times. Most of those stars have legit disappeared. So, who knows what would happen. Yeah, I mean, look at Joey Ryan. Look at all those... Look at all those... Look at Joey Ryan. Look at David Starr. Look at Travis Banks. Like, look at those guys who's been... Yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot... There's a list full of talent that disappeared from independent circuit to high... To the big companies because of those because accusations. Of been, because of what's happened. Mm-hmm. All those people have come, have disappeared or loosely have been punished like a slap on the wrist or hand and come back and proven something. Yeah. Who knows what would happen? That's all I'm going to say and no more until something happens. Right. Anyway... On a much more positive note, Impact Wrestling teases Daniel Bryan for Slammiversary. <laughs> On this week edition of Impact uh-huh. Wrestling, there was a new commercial for July's Slammiversary pay-per-view that featured references to former WWE stars. Among the teases was a yes graphic for Daniel Bryan. There was yeah. also teases for the Iconics and the Forgotten Sons. Um, did we forget another female person that they promoted? They didn't promote her. She's no, already she's in on, talks with Impact. You're yes, talking about Chelsea we, Green. But, but the thing is, was that like a lot of people might have missed it. But you're talking about Chelsea Green. I am because I love Chelsea Green. I just adore her. She was awesome in Impact. I had the chance to meet her. She was incredibly sweet. God love her. Does Seer do okay? You know what I mean? Now to say that she's in the talks with Impact again, 
I hope she comes back because Impact is her home. This is where she started. This is where she got, she got, she got, I read an article years ago. She got inspired to go into wrestling because of Impact Wrestling. Mm -hmm. She was working at Universal when she saw this. It was awesome. Like, God, like. Well, her WWE roots do go back. I mean, she was part of Tough Enough. And she was. And she was part of that garbage angle with Brie and Stephanie McMahon. But anyway, but she did awesome. I hope she comes back. We were listening to her podcast um, with somebody mm-hmm. about a month ago. Right? Yeah, about a month ago. Chris Van Vliet, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love her. Shouts to Chris Van Vliet, by yes. the way. Great God love Chelsea Green. She's so sweet. She'll be alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, this the graphics are on Twitter, and uh, if we're going if we're going realistic, I can see Forgotten Son showing up at some anniversary. Oh, I don't okay. I don't know about the iconics. That's in, still in the air, but <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Impact. That's gonna be that's gonna big. be interesting. That's big. That's gonna be interesting. I'm so. I mean, for the work schedule, I would understand why. Because yes. it's a lighter work schedule. He can spend more time with his family. With Brie and his Brie But Birdie. if they're going to Japan, that's going to be very weird. Well, we've known... Because I can see Daniel Bryan in Japan. We Daniel Bryan's already been in Japan. But he's been in Japan. He's been in Japan, but it's been a very long time since mm-hmm. he's been part Heck, of... Heck, he can go back to Ring of Honor if he, he wanted could, to. He could, but... They're, they're, that's his home. I mean, <laughs> I have to admit... To see Dan Bryan out of WWE and into like a Impact well, smaller roster, it's gonna be very different. Since he's released, we'll just call him by his real name, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. To see him in a small company, they could possibly treat him a lot better than the previous one he was in. It's gonna be good for him because at this point, he'll be able to create. Basically, I've said this in the past. He'll be able to create his own character. Yeah. I know what I know that, but what I'm saying is that he'll be able to choreograph a match to what he wants to do. Yeah, because he wasn't big on that WrestleMania match. He was. He hated it. From what I hated he, it. From reading articles and some other stuff on Instagram and throughout social media, he hated how he was kind of like the third person, mm-hmm. kind of like the third person on a double date. Like he. Hated it. He knew he, he not, hated that entire feud. He knew he did not belong in that match. He knew that they put him in there because, frankly, his name is Dan Bryan. They put him in there just for the sake. Yeah, of and it. you want to know who else hated it? The crowd. <laughs> I feel God. I have Daniel Bryan's autograph book. I met him back in twenty four. I met him back in twenty fifteen. He is an awesome person. To put him in something like that, I feel bad for him. Yeah. It was very poorly... He didn't go out the way he wanted to. Yes. Very poorly rushed. But to see him into a small company that can take his advice, that can see his input, will be a good thing for him. Honestly, I prefer Ring of Honor. Um, I I would love to see him versus Ethan or Jay Briscoe or Roosh, their current champion. Him versus Jay Lethal will be great. Um, if um, If he's going to Impact... That can also boost their roster. Having him versus Eric Young, that feud, I can or see that happening. Or him go um, up against Kenny Omega. American Dragon versus the World Class Maniac. 
Him versus Omega. Callahan, Fulton. Callahan, yeah, Fulton. I I would love to Rhino. see. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe like Ross. Rock, I, I mean, mean I'm I'm Ross? just going. I'm just going on who I who I who I believe he has better chemistry. I with. mean, Impact roster is huge. Not Although really. it's small, it's pretty big. I can see him... As in talent-wise. I can see him... Uh, There's feeding, lots of possibilities. I can see him feeding Ace Austin when he comes in. He could... That might be a good match if, to see. Here's my prediction. If, Daniel, if it is Daniel Bryan, if he is coming to Impact Wrestling, and then the next pay-per-view comes up, main event happens... Daniel Bryan comes out. That'd be a good promo. That'd be good first off. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan could go straight for the title. And That's the problem, though. But here's the thing, I, though. We've seen this happen before. Right, and it, here's the thing. Because you just said that, I don't want the standard status quo for XWWE stars coming into Impact Wrestling. Um, Because they, they go not. either two things. Okay. In the past couple of months, besides one exception, they've done, like, in, in what was it, their first year in, they've done one of the two things. They either became world champion, or they immediately turned heel. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it with a bunch of the ex-WWE talent. Well, because you have to remember, WWE's promoted them. You're doing this gimmick, not that. We don't want you to be you. We want you to be our version of it. That gives them a chance to leverage to go after what they want to do. Um, Maybe he wants to go that way. Maybe he does. Well, yeah, in the sense of the character, but I'm talking about the push. I would like to... I would like, Yes, I want him as a big deal in being high-quality matches, but I want him to build up in the ranks to challenge for the belt instead of, hey, I, I'm here. Screw, screw everybody who's been working their ass off for yeah. the past couple of years. I see who, Their homegrown talent, especially. I'm first in line because I said so. Because I'm a big name. I'm going for the belt. But we all know like that. Austin fucking Aries. Well, we know. Well, this is kind of what I've seen over the past several years with Dan Bryan. Right. He's not that kind of person. But we're forgetting one, one other big company. That has had that brought in WWE. Ding ding ding. And look who's the champion in that company. Mm-hmm. He just came back from his three month leave. Following WWE's protocol of disappearing for three months for 90 days. And look what he is. He's a champion now. Who, Roman? Um, no, we're fi- he's over in AEW. Kenny Omega? No. Who just got the title? Are you talking world? You said world champion, right? Yeah. Not Omega, but. I'm, I'm lost here. Rusev? Hello? Miro? Miro? But he. Okay, that's not world champion. That's TNT champion. That's the mid card belt. For me. That's the mid card belt. Who gives a fuck? Anyway. I, but since you brought that up, I can see him in an X Division title run. See? But I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't have him go for the main title. Not just At, yet. Not just yet. Give it a year. But um, look again. We're, I think we're gonna off track. But we've seen a passer to evil flip from one coming to the next within less than three months. He, he already has it. They've had titles. Look at Miro. Look. He legit just Darby just lost the title to him. What two weeks ago? Yeah. 
And how long has Miro been there? Less than six? Uh, Less than four? Less than three months. He's been but there. he's not the world champion. That's what he's I'm trying... Well, I'm saying, but he has a title that has a huge impact. Right. And you know what? I'm okay with that because he's going up the ranks. If... I mean, if he gets a if he gets a mid cartel in six months, I don't know. he gets a mid cartel in six months. It's a way to push him to the main event. I don't know, but I, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it, not like it's not like he wasn't doing anything. That would be my big issue if he wasn't like having matches. Okay, but so. um, what I'm saying is that I won't. <clears throat> if it comes to impacts next taping next, and by and by the way, like. Miro's been there. Jeez, what? When did Miro show? Because it's been more than six months to me. No, it's been less than. I feel like it's been less than six months. But if Impact's next pay per view comes up, it was no. It was. Um, I'm trying to figure out when did Miro debut in eight. It was September. No, it was not. Yes. No. It was last year. He got released from the from WWE last in year. June? He he came in in September twenty sixth last year. No. Yes. So you think what October, November, December, January, February, March, That's April, nine May. Months. About eight to nine months. Yeah. So it's under a year, and they were giving him title. But anyway. Um, it's not like you said though. Two to three months in. I know, but well, anyway. <laughs> Excuse me, I was wrong. Sorry, everyone. I was wrong. <laughs> I mistake. It felt like two, three months, but anyway. Yeah. Ignoring that. It felt, like, it, fe- it felt like it was yesterday, wasn't it? Yes. But um, I won't be mad if Daniel Bryan comes into the Impact um, next uh, pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, he's there, and it becomes a possible four-person I mean, let's go ahead, but... Um, it'll, be, it'll be very unpopular for me, but I will understand why you want to strike the iron when it's hot. Yeah. I mean... The anniversary is only... Because you don't want to pull a Bret Hart, for the example. The anniversary is next month. I mean, I'm watching the... Yeah, it's on July 17th. I'm just watching it and just like lots of like... like yeah, there's a lot of events coming up. Double or nothing, like as I, as I said... Hell in a Cell in June thirtieth. Yeah. We also have you also have like you said Slammiversary. Yeah. I mean, I think Slammiversary is like their big Slammiversary is Impact's big bucket. And what do you think? This is the one final note. What do you think about AEW and WWE doing live touring again in July? Oh. Live crowds. I love. Well, if person is fully vaccinated like I am I my Larry my two weeks after my second one just ended yesterday so I'm fully vaccinated mm-hmm. I will not be angry about that yeah as long as they've followed as long the, as follow safety measures and safety measures protocols the per- protocol person is okay with it person's fully vaccinated I mean I think everyone in the world has a COVID vaccine card I have mine. She'll prove you've had it. I'll be more than fine with this. Like I'm 
dying to go back and watch live events. Like I miss it. I'm so inclined much. to agree with you. I'm in the same boat. As I long miss as they're it safe, so as long as they're safe, about and falls the correct guy. I mean, if we saw what WrestleMania looked like, I mean, I don't want to go through that route, but. Well, well, with WrestleMania, they did the best they could do with the live crowd. Yeah, but there was over 200 cases. Yeah, 200 cases as a poke. Okay, over 200 cases. But at least it wasn't in the thousands. Yeah, but still. But I mean, that's, that's the risk you take with live crowds in the pandemic. I mean, if, again, my, t- my point of view is if you have show proof, you've had your vaccines... You've given out that two-week barrier, two-week bummer zone. You're more than fine. Mm-hmm. Hand sanitizer, wash hands, face coverings. I'm more than welcome to say, get me back in a ring. I want to be there right now. I, I swear. I miss it. You want, you want to know what they should do, and I know it's going to be costly, mm. is to have like a COVID kit. Face mask. I feel hand, like... Face mask with hand sanitizer and gloves. Um, now that the protocols throughout the country have gone down, instead of six feet, it's three feet. If you're outside, you don't have to wear a face covering. If you're fully vaccinated. If you're fully vaccinated, but people use that as a leeway and lots of people don't use that and people just think, oh, just take it off. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. If we follow protocol... Both companies and Impact mm-hmm. can go back to normal proceedings. Yeah. I would love that to happen. Like To when? see some, some kind of normalcy. Because AEW is doing it now. Yeah, with slowly. With bringing in some crowds at, you know, at the most 50% capacity. Yeah. Um, but with WWE and, like you said, Impact, it's not the same without the crowd. I've been watching Impact Wrestling... It doesn't feel the same. Like, no. I can't cheer it on. I mean, there to be at least having virtual crowds, but Impact has nothing. I mean, I feel like... Nothing what, but pipe chance. I feel like what... And they Imp- did that recently. Go ahead. I feel like what Impact did is that they basically took, like, they muted out the matches, but they have... When we used to be there, they used to have the chance of us in the crowd. They've mm-hmm. been playing in that as a voice cover... And now I feel like people are starting to have been seeing that because it's basically on repeat, on loop. And it's sad because most of those chants are were for past matches, not for these matches. And not to mention it shows, quote unquote, crowd control. We want you to cheer for this guy, so we're going to pipe in cheers for him. Even though in reality we hate his guts. It's just like, it's. I feel like if... Now that everyone's going back to some kind of normalcy, we just need to. Someone needs to headline this. Like someone needs to. AEW is doing awesome. We need to headline a bigger capacity. A big. We just need to get there. Like I. It takes time. It takes time, and frankly, now that. Let's just see where all things happen. Come, I don't even know, like. November. Yeah, probably wrong. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, because the holiday season is when the test really, really begins. When I mean, it comes to, uh, um, when it comes to minimalizing the um, guidelines. I Spe- mean, as of two weeks ago, where we are living, the state we're living, 
has over 2,000 cases. Which is... Concerning. Not really. Having having 2,000 and below has been an all-time low record for our state. Yeah. Because before it was in the five digits. Yeah. Now just... our positivity rate because more people are getting vaccinated. So that counteracts how many people that have been um, infected. Yeah. But anyway, we're going off topic here, but... Well, not really, but we were going off on a tangent. Yeah. As we anyway, said. let's just... But yes. Daniel Bryan, the impact. Possibility. Will it happen? I'm not sure. I hope so. That'd be kind of cool. Right. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes today's episode. And we'll catch you the next time we do this. That'll be three sweet. See ya. We're out.